2: Welcome into missing the point. It is a basketball show with myself, DK Sizzle, rocking a, rocking a pink hoodie. Just gonna make some good radio here. Gonna create some, uh, some visuals with my words to the to the <laughs> listeners. We also have it on YouTube, so you guys can just see that with your eyes. But I'm gonna paint you a picture. I'm sitting here in a pink hoodie, with a fancy uh, Red Sox hat on, looking like I just rolled in from Miami Beach, but the scumbag side. Bobby looking like we just picked him up on fucking Causeway Street. He's got nothing but a Celtics tank top on. (laughs) He's got nothing but a Celtics tank top on and a fucking uh, backwards green hat. Rayshon's here looking like police would stop him for no reason. Everything is working out. (laughs) Everything is working out. And listen, don't give me that look. We're walking the line tonight,
0: huh? We're walking the line tonight Because I
2: said police would stop him for no reason. When realistically, we know it'd be a lot worse than that. Moving on. To the basketball agenda for the night. What, what
1: was <laughs> <told>? <laughs> hey,
2: listen, where was the lie? Where was the lie, guys? Okay, it's 2023. It just, It's just the fucking way the it world is,
0: I mean, yeah. But we're
2: basketball. here to forget our problems and forget all the troubles in the world, and we're going to talk about basketball tonight. Not to mention... All the things going on, the fact that we're two days away from the trade deadline, the fact that the Celtics are the best team statistically in the NBA, the fact that Jason Tatum is still in the MVP race, all things we've been sort of touching on. But I do want to start with the Celtics. And I want you guys to just tell me if I'm crazy when I bang this drum again. Can we please trade Grant Williams? Like, can we just trade Grant Williams? Kelly Olenek's out there. We got some trade exceptions to work with. We've got a disabled player extension to work with. We've got uh, a Grant Williams to work with. There was a report the other night that he thinks he's got a bag waiting for him in free agency.
0: Bro, I, saw, I was on the fence until I saw that report.
2: $20 million for Grant Williams? I'm very sorry, but that has not happened.
0: And I don't need him chirping about playing time right now. Like, bro, There, there's nothing that I've seen from you over the past month that says, I need more fucking playing time. That's like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. How after what we've seen, like this has been the worst Grant Williams stretch in the last two years, the last month and a half, right? Like he's been useless on both ends. of the I think court. he's
2: been equally as useless as he's always been, to be honest with you, <laughs> except for like one little he was run good last year. He was good last year. He wasn't bad last year. Slightly towards the end of the regular season, he got better. Then he had a couple of decent series. And then he fell off when he needed to not fall off. So, I, like for me, I'm, I don't know. I mean, Ray, argue with me. I, I is it is the wing coverage that he provides? Is is the minutes that he sort of helps with with Tatum and Brown and some of that perimeter play? Is is that worth it? Like we're not paying twenty million for him, right?
1: Yeah, I mean at at this moment, honestly, like I'm I I don't have an argument to keep him now. Damn once he, nobody nobody has an <laughs> argument now now, now statistically. He, he's, he's been better because it's like I think last year it was 7.5 and that was at 8.9 points per game he's shooting 42 from 3 so on, on the surface it's the, you're like, Whoa. It's Whoa. the
0: eye test so it's you eye know test I mean? exactly
1: but like, you know, n- number wise analytics wise he, he's done that but like you said I think he had 25 in the game they played against Toronto last month since then seven, six, five, four. like we're doing a fucking countdown it's, 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 <laughs> and, it's, and it's not and it's not a happy new year it has not been a happy new year. for Williams. So I'm um, it's, it's it's time it's time. And it Adam, Taylor, Adam Taylor, who has been someone who's I've, I've seen on Twitter, you know, you've been banging the drum for you don't know. We don't know each other, but we've had him in the on Twitter. You've been banging the drum for us. Keeping Grant Williams. And what's the better option? There's plenty of better options. So instead of asking us, what is the better option? We could talk about Perto. We could talk about uh, OG Anobi from from Toronto. Oh, in- Hell yeah. Well, there, 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 there's plenty. Not, hold on. Let me say it's not plenty. There are a few guys that we can and impl- take, you know, take and, and replace Grant and and drive him to Logan Airport. But as we talked about earlier this afternoon before we got together with this, so yeah, it's and it's really a shame because I I wanted to see him do well. I was very happy for him after the Milwaukee series last year. I was like, okay, this is the ascension, but maybe he's you know maybe he's topped out, and that's okay. if That happens. I wanted Brandon Clark in his draft. Brandon Clark went to the big break. Brandon record.
0: Clark's sick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Brandon Clark's been really good over there in Memphis. So i did have been fine with that. We got we got we got Grant instead, whatever. There was a slight improvement, but it seemed like he speaks. So yeah, I I wouldn't be hurt if we moved off from him and from paying pressure. They both need to go.
0: I feel like uh Grant Williams is is he his he wants his role to be too big for what he is. So he he's the perfect stats on a bad team guy. Like I can see Grant putting up 19 and 11 for uh like Charlotte in 3 years or like that's
2: what's going to be happening. 19 and 11 might be a stretch, but yeah.
0: Well, you know what, I, like cuz he's he's going to be centered, he's going to be like the second or third option because that's just the kind of guy that I see him setting up for. I don't think he's fitting into that role player spot right now. And and I know we we get hate on our all our hate for Grant Williams because we always have. But like, bro, when you just watch him out there, he looks—he always looks like he's looking to get involved when it's not his fucking turn to get involved. Like, bro, you need you need to chill out. And, and he's just his spatial awareness on the court is garbage.
2: Well, I I to be honest with you, I think he can only really do one thing. Like he can shoot a wide open three, you know, yeah. and he can kind of sell selling up fake and take a big stride to the right and maybe hit that wide open three, but he hasn't even been able to do that lately. Yeah. I remember very yeah. specifically you, uh, Ray, you, Bobby and Mike did a show without me last year during the playoffs. And it was a celebration of Graham Williams's play. And I felt like, oh, now I know I'm not on this show because I would definitely be the fucking one to ruin this entire vibe. <laughs> I I, I'm like, it's not going to last. It's not going to last. Yeah. Like. I'm happy to have been wrong if I am about what we talked about at the start of the season with Sam Hauser where I was like, okay, yeah, like he's shooting well at the start of the year, like that's not going to last. He did drop off, but he's had a little bit of a resurgence in the past. Like guys like that, those minutes, I think on a championship team, you can fuck with. Like you can be like, yeah, let's see what Sam Hauser is going to do for us tonight. Like, okay, let's like switch up this rotation over here and like move these guys around. I want to revisit something that you just said, Ray, which is like him and Peyton Pritchard need to go. I'm, I'm weirdly reconsidering that for this year. I feel like Peyton Pritchard moving in the summer might be a better idea. Yes, he's bitching about his playing time also, which is obviously very frustrating on a team where you're like trying to win a fucking championship. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Seriously, like you're Peyton Pritchard. Like we're trying to win a fucking a, a banner right here. And that is annoying. But I can see a scenario where if we get cute and we get rid of Peyton Pritchard, if you're a couple of injuries away from needing Derek White mm-hmm. to play 48 minutes, and I'm not, mm-hmm. and I'm not anti Derek White, I love Derek White. 48 minutes for him is tough, you know. Like in in that when he's approaching that range of of playing time, it's like he's not that guy. His style, I don't think, really is appropriate for that. He needs to get spelled out. Brogdon and White and Smart being our our front court is great, but like you're one or two injuries away from needing somebody to come fill in. And Pritchard is a good pure shooter. Which you sort of don't mind that in the guard position off the bench either. So I don't know if I'd fuck with Peyton Pritchard right now. I feel like he's fine. We have so much to offer, as fo- like we have more money to move around with with the trade exceptions and the d- disabled player exception, which is probably going to fucking expire. Like they're probably not going to use that to be honest, because we have that from Gallinari. So, but we have that that TPE. We we have a little bit of money. We've got a billion fucking second round picks. I know that they. You know, it's not football. I get it. But we've got a billion fucking second round picks. We owe a couple of first round picks for different trades. Fine. But we can make a move with a Grant Williams centered package Mm
0: -hmm. to, for the
2: love of Christ, get me a fucking guy that can rebound the ball. I know it's not that big of a deal as far as like we are winning every fucking game we play. Pretty much. I get it. I'm not complaining about having the best record in the NBA. It's just frustrating that I can see a route to beating us. And that's what it is. And you come up against an elite team in the playoffs, they'll find it. You know, they'll just crash the fucking boards on us so hard. And we'll get so tired that, I mean, look what happened. Look what happened last year. But the,
1: the, only, the only team I'd be concerned about that actually happened. The Nuggets? No, I'm talking about the East. In the but, East? All right, fine. Because the Nuggets, I'm fucking scared yeah, want, of seeing. I'm, them going, John, I'm going John jump Like We're, we're, we're fine. And- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we'd be where we play in the West, in my opinion. It's, it's about getting out the east, and I Nuggets
2: think... kind of had our number in the regular season. Or no. right, whatever, go on.
1: You know, sh- sure, but I mean, I feel like like Milwaukee still poses that threat because of yes. their size. That's the only team I'd be really. I mean, obviously in Philly, but once again, when I tell Philly fans this all the time: you have not beat us when it mattered since nineteen eighty two. That's true. Andrew Tony, Billy Cunningham, Doctor J, M- M- Moses Malone, Maurice 6 they are not walking through the door. So let let, let let it let it go and just enjoy the game. <laughs> but that, that's that's just how I see it. But yeah, I mean, I, I just I, I don't know. I mean, I, I talked to you guys earlier about it. Shams had talked about Dwayne Denman finally getting moved to Miami. That was that was bound to happen because he had a blow up with Eric Spoelstra. Yeah, Spoelstra and that Miami culture is just like San Antonio. When you get in the face of the brass over there, you will get out of there very quickly. San Antonio should buy out Dwayne Denman. There's not a need for him there unless they're moving Jakperdo. Uh, to another team, preferably up here. Um, maybe they buy Dwayne Denman. Maybe he's a guy that comes in and does and takes over Cornette's minutes. He shoots better than the Cornette. He defends better than the Cornette. Regardless of the Cornette, Cortez, I know that's been a, a thing of this year. He's big. I don't no, no, know. He's not big in the Cornette, but he he is seven feet tall. Can't get you some rebounds. He, he, he just shoot. And, I'm and into it. it I'm into room. it. So, like I said, once again, not not a sexy move. But once again, if you're looking to get the trade exception, or you're looking to get someone with the with the, actually, he, he probably could get him with the disabled player, not with the uh, not with the trade exception. So, either way, like I said, they, they didn't look into it. Excuse me, but that's what it is.
2: I mean, the buyout market we look nice
0: in. I feel
2: like I feel like the buy, like buyout players want to come.
0: We're the number one selection for the buyout market for sure. Yeah,
2: I mean, there's there's guys out there that we could go get in that buyout market, like.
0: Ray's going to get water, so he doesn't do his Doc Rivers impression anymore. Didn't he sound exactly <laughs> like Doc Rivers when he was just, "We well, he Blake? Blake, hey, hey, I love Blake, man. Blake's, Blake's great, great. <laughs> you know." Uh, I think voice. I think he. I think it. I think it adds a certain mystique. Mystique to. I did his, like uh, it. No, I, I enjoyed it. So. The the thing I've I've, I see Grant Williams rumored to go to the Magic as a big spot, and the Spurs also interested. Which it kind of leads right into what Ray was saying, where I I think Poitel for for Grant makes sense, man. It just it just makes sense for both teams. What about Jay Crowder? I don't. You want the Crowder reunion again, man? I love I liked Crowder. He got better when he left. I don't think he's the same guy anymore. I think that
2: he's stuck in Phoenix. I think that there's weird shit going he's on there. He was really bad in the playoffs last year, though. No, I get really it. Bad. I mean, I understand, but it's a buyout. Like, it's not. Uh, like, to me, after a guy that can come and be seven feet tall, like Luke Cornett. Okay, yeah, it's super cute, guys. Like, I, I love it. Like, I love that he jumps up in the air when, like, he's very far away from a perimeter shooter. It's adorable, and it's great. He can't be on the floor during the playoffs. Like, he cannot be. It's That's not something that we can have. That's not yeah. a scenario we want to see. I just wanna let you guys know that right now. I mean, he's been a very serviceable uh, rotation guy in the regular season, but you know, no, we gotta shorten the rotation past Luke Cornett if we wanna make a run in, in in the playoffs, and I think we do. <laughs> so we gotta go get some, like we gotta go get somebody like that size and, and that can spell Al and we know all the stuff about Robert Williams' injuries. But we also do need a little bit of wing cover still. I mean it's been encouraging that there's been nights where Tatum's out and Brown still wins us games, and there's been nights where Brown's out and Tatum obviously has that ability will still win us games. Like that's definitely encouraging, but when it comes to April, May, those minutes add up. We saw it last year. Like it, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a banana peel that you don't want to slip on not having enough minutes to to kind of unload from the wings. That's what Gallinari came in to do. And if you do trade Grant Williams, you do have to replace that somehow. Like, the, and I, and I, for me, it's like, why not? You know, like, I, yes, you're granted, Jay Crowder, not great, <laughs> not great in the playoffs last year, but that whole team fell off. That whole team fell off from the run that they made. Like, it wasn't just Jay Crowder's fault. Like, the whole fucking thing came crumbling down, the whole house of cards fell. So, you know, Brad likes him, obviously. Like, you, you know, they, they might begrudgingly do a buyout. That that that's us getting him on the cheap, you know. So, to me, I feel like it's worth the worth a gamble. And he, I think he would fit the style of basketball we play now more than he did before. Even
0: uh, he fits roles better than what he did here in Boston. Boston, yeah. he he definitely he 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 checked himself a, a few times too many for my liking with with that with that spread like jump shot that he has.
1: Not too though. What do you what do you? All to Aaron Johnson. He, yeah,
0: he, Amir Johnson. I loved Amir Johnson, bro.
1: I, I did. Well, I mean, defensively, yeah, but offensively, Evan,
0: Ev- Evan Turner.
1: <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so it, we we keep talking about uh, big men. A, a name I, I've been hearing a lot that we were looking at is another top pick reclamation project, in Nerland's Noel. You know, you follow that Jabari Parker route right, where it's like, you know, it's a name and it's a dude that you know who has talent. You know, do you think if you fit? Him into that cornet role, he he does he makes more of an impact than cornet, right? Don't you think?
2: Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's just like I think you're. I think there is a little bit of a name tax on a guy like that. Like, I yeah, think that that sure. follows him around across the course of his career, and I'm not sure that his statistics have ever really matched that. I think, like, what are you asking him to come do? Are you asking him to come be like what Luke Cornette has been for us?
0: This, yeah, this yeah, 10 minutes 10 to 12 minutes a game max max and yeah that's that's and, yeah four to five rebounds you know what i mean get 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 those my fear would my fear would be like a lot of nerland's
2: noel stat lines with like two points on it you know what i mean like yeah you're spelling yep, rob yep. williams but like rob's offensive production has improved a lot and i feel like nerland's noel is going to come in and score like four points for okay. uh, too many minutes. You know what I mean? Like really? I feel like yeah, might stall the you know, like
1: three blocks of 10 minutes though. Would you be excited? Yeah, of course. No, I yeah. definitely yeah. would.
2: I think my fear is a guy like that coming in and like, it's like, I guess it's a chemistry issue in my head right now. Like it's, it doesn't seem like a direct plug and play for me. A guy like Jay Crowder coming back, you're like, well, at least you know where the entrance is, you know, like, you know, Brad Stevens already, like, you know, Jason Tatum already, like there's something yeah. about that. And I, to to me, like, there's a little bit of Newland's Noel baggage, not a ton. I mean, he's not like a complete prick or anything, but like there is a little bit of baggage there where it's like. Is it I mean, I guess it's sort of the same as the Blake Griffin situation. It's like if he doesn't contribute, it doesn't really matter that much. Right. You're not paying like a ludicrous amount of money for him to be there.
0: They changed the entrance at the garden, so he doesn't know it anymore. Um, oh,
2: shit. <laughs> Never mind, then don't bring him. He can't find his way in. <laughs>
1: You no, know say what what about Jared uh, Vanderbilt from Oh, um, love it. He's
0: he's he's
1: I think he, I, I think that, him, him and Nas reading. I that that is someone. Yeah. Well, those are two guys. Once again? I don't know why they would give up on them, but to me it's at least, it's at least worth the phone call. Vanderbilt's more of what this offense looks like. I think that's
2: a completely different proposition. Like that's a guy that can that that he can board, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. can go get us
0: 5 to 8 rebounds. He eight. he he helps he helps preserve Rob. That's Same so, maybe
2: that's a more that to me is a more exact like backup for Rob Williams. You know?
0: I, that's, that's a deserves Rob. He takes like five minutes off of Rob's playing time. Yeah. And it's and it's good five minutes. Another name, you talked about offense, another big man, PJ Washington. I've been hearing a lot. And I like PJ yes,
1: Washington. He actually was the CPE, actually. Yeah, and and
0: and he's he's a big
2: man. Uh, well, what do we got? We're we gonna let all those fucking things expire. Like let's do something.
0: That they—that's what they do. man
1: Yeah, I think who, who, I don't know who's left though, because I know it's, I want to say it's the one, all oh, the Josh Richardson one, the whole, the Gomez, Gomez one. Excuse me, is gone. But I think that one is like five point. Oh, Dennis Schroder. That's what it was. It's uh, his his is up on on the ten, on the ten. So they would have to use it before. They have to use it Thursday. Jim,
0: if we're talking about a reunion though, Kelly olennox the guy. I—that's what I'm saying. Kelly olennox the guy. I mean. He's a little undersized, but... Like... I have very fond memories of Kelly. Listen, I, I, was, I, I was at Game 7 against the Warriors, the Kelly a yeah. GOAT game. Was this, yeah. Was this, yeah. Seeing, so if he can come back and contribute... Listen, we just did it with Tice. And to me, I, I know, I can be alone on this sometimes, but Tice was a fucking waste of space. And we brought him back, so why not Kelly Olenek? Because he can do... A hell of a lot more. Yeah, I think Tice.
2: it's a little bit of a different proposition. Kelly Lennox more expensive. He's a lot better at basketball
0: than <laughs> Daniel Tice.
2: Like, he just, he is. Like, if we're being honest, like, he has more. We
0: gave th- up Schroot. I mean, I guess Schroeder sucks too. All right.
2: Yeah, not great. Ready. Not a great example. But uh, Schroeder's <laughs> potential. We give up Schroeder's potential <laughs> to sometimes be good. But I mean, yeah, I mean Kelly Olinick again, perfect spell yeah, for for yeah. Robert Williams and, and and maybe even some minutes out and of some Al's legs and
0: rotations. and like even he Tatum too. Floor.
1: Like hey, yeah. he, he, he already played he without
0: takes Tatum minutes. Yeah,
1: right. He already played without because the last year he was here it was Al's first year here. So also Kelly Olinick's like an effort guy,
2: and I feel like if there's one mm-hmm. thing I could contribute or like or criticize, I mean, to this uh, team is that. They And, you know, not to say they don't know it. I mean, Jalen Brown and Jason have both come out and said this shit in the past six months. But sometimes they pick when they want to play. And it's been a little less, uh, I guess, often lately. But, like, they do go in spells sometimes where you're just like, oh, fuck, you guys aren't even really trying. Kelly Olynyk's, like, a little bit of a a spark plug. You know, like, you can bring him off the bench and, like, he brings energy and he brings uh, effort and he brings he plays defense. It's another thing I wouldn't mind having Jay Crowder out there for is like, you can put him on some guys, you know, it's like, all right, yeah, you can go guard that guy. Like, it'll be fine.
0: It'll be OK for 10 minutes. Like, we, we can live through this. If you think about that second unit, that'd be dope, man. Kelly Olenek, Derek White. If we could just
2: have like the, the 20, <laughs>
0: like that, like that <laughs> first Brad Stevens year, <laughs> like the second Brad Stevens year, if we could just have
2: that as the bench. I think that's what we're all asking for here.
1: Yeah, I'm. Mean, I'm even. Even some. I mean, well, He's not coming back here. He's in Sweden right now. But like my guy Jonas Jarefko, I, I I loved him. Jonas. I let's, love
2: go get, let's go bro, get. Let's go get both bro. the Morris, the Morris brothers. Let's get Markeith and Marcus
1: back. Yeah, like, I fuck like it. it. I like Mar- it. I like, Mar- it. I like <laughs> it. Alice from Kyrie, but yeah, I'm, I, I love i, I love Marcus.
0: Wait, is it a Celtics podcast? If we don't say, hey, why don't we just go get it? We might as well go get it. You
1: know. You, you know, and this this is this is this is ridiculous. So I, I I don't want people to take this seriously. I'm sure <laughs> Yeah,
0: no, we're not getting fucking
1: ideas. It's like I, I almost I almost feel like it's a, it's almost like we wouldn't win, win until he's back on the team because of how it went down. Because still, there's still people that feel like well, y'all fucked over so He
0: he's like he's like the Billy Goat. He's the yeah.
1: Just just put him at the end of the bench. Let him be. You know, let him come in. You know. You know, I idea. agree.
2: I think we need to dispel that curse a little bit. I I really do because like, it's a, it was a little oof, every point guard that came after him. Like it was just weird. Like it was. And Kemba he's like, was
1: okay. It was just he just injuries, but Kemba Kemba was. was
2: I know, like, but like that's like that's that's some bad juju, right? Like that's like a curse.
0: I feel like it's Celtics fans' fault too, because I know when I saw the trade, I know some people were pissed. I'm like, Yo, fuck it. Yeah, me too. Just <laughs> <laughs> like let's do it. He did so know, much fuck. for us, and I was like, Bro, Kyrie,
1: let's go, fuck
0: it, let's go. <laughs> like, bro, come well, on. I, I want to yeah. add to that, right? Could
1: I think I think could I actually I, I remember. God, I was still in Miami at the time, and I remember being, I was at my desk, and I saw you know, saw the alert. Actually, the, my one of my students saw the alert. He's like, mister, he's like, Kyrie's got traded to Boston. I said, I said, get out of here.
0: Yeah, no fucking
1: way. I, I, I said, no, no way. He, he showed me. I, I said, what? But what's was wild. I wrote a stats about a month before that saying, well, if Kyrie's unhappy in Cleveland, he's three years younger than your current point guard, at least get the call. And then bam, it, it, it happened in August. The next thing you know, man. Once again, that first year went fine. They won sixteen in a row. People forget that. I remember the game with Dallas. The game with in Miami. He he had he had good moments here. He had very good moments it's here. It's a
2: great oh, transition, though. Huh? Of course. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun to be a Celtics fan last years. And like yeah. I, I I would say last year being the only exception. I think the most fun I've had since two thousand eight though was like I, it it versus John Wall. In that Wizards series, like that was just like the most fun I've had watching basketball.
0: I don't ever. know. When when Tatum and Brown pushed uh fucking LeBron the seven games. Yeah, but as we rookies, shouldn't have lost that, that game that seven, was fu- I was at like, that game It got seven. ruined. That we so shouldn't have lost that
2: game seven. Like that it that got that got shit on because like we fucked up. Like we we had him.
0: Terry Rozier, I've never seen someone miss jump shots so badly. It wasn't just him that
2: night. It wasn't just him. Everybody fucking missed every single jump shot. I'm pretty sure Jay Crowder missed a good few in that game, actually.
1: <laughs> To Terry's defense, he went off for us in Game Six, and we blew it. Him and Jalen yeah, yeah. we went did. off in Game Six; he was so bad. It gave yes. us a to win, and we no, blew, we blew
2: it. that series. Like you can't remember that series is like that fun because we fucked it up. Like we had an, we had our foot on their throats, and we fucked it up. And oh. we, it was a good lesson. And they were
0: kids, and it's it's not a big deal. But like, I don't know. Got it. So I have like an alternate universe theory for you. So I think we are fucked until we bring it back. Because what I think was supposed to happen was. We went through all that with IT, right? He fucked his hip up. We were supposed to keep him and have that be like, we can't fucking trade IT. You know, he's, he's our guy. He did all this for us. We were supposed to have like this empty space at point guard because of his hip for years. But instead, it just got injected into our team. and went to Hayward. It went to Kemba, Kyrie. It's all.
2: Yeah, there's been some bad injury, Juju. I mean, I would really like it if Danilo Gallinari was healthy right now.
0: Like,
1: I, I think, I think he's coming playoff time. I'm, yeah, I, that's what, we'll, what we'll I've been hearing, it.
0: man. I hear, I hear him just pushing it. Listen, if we had Gallinari, we'd, we, we, we. People forget stop. he's 6'10". Like, people forget that he's 6'10". Have you heard it? Have you seen, heard his song? No. It's awesome. Is he it? doesn't say it. Someone wrote a song about him. It's like a techno song. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Love it.
2: I'll check it out after the pot. The uh, but like he, yeah, he's six ten. He can rebound. He can score inside. Like he, he's. It's not a hundred percent his game, but like he can do it. That size on the floor is is good. You know, and he can rotate multiple guys back onto the bench to rest. So even hey, if we me. could get ten minutes a night out of him or twelve minutes a night, it might be sound like a pipe dream, but that would be sick. Honestly, I would I, if we had that going into the playoffs, I would one hundred percent just like throw him in there and try that out and see what it looks like. I don't think that's like a big deal. All right. That was fun talking about the Celtics as usual. I think we should dedicate a little bit of time to the trade deadline and to some other news around the rest of the NBA. Looking like LeBron uh, is going to break that scoring record. I suppose we sort of owe it tonight, to the... Many, to the. What's he got? Uh, yeah, he needs to get like 38 or something tonight, right, Ray? Yeah, 30,
1: 30, 30, 30 swim, 30, 36, 36.
2: 36, I mean, I think he looked like he was going to do it coming into the building, so uh, that's going to be, that game's going to start right after we get off this pod, so could be the last time uh, we're talking before LeBron is in the scoring uh, title holder. I don't think it's going to change the conversation about what we think of LeBron James, like, all that much. I, I think that the way that his legacy is sort of shaping up, I think people are going to remember him as one of the best of all time. But I'm not, I'm not really sure he's in the top two. I don't think he cracked it. I, I, I don't think that he, just because of the conversation, like I know people that are stands in LeBron James, like they can name every stat. Yeah, he's going to get the scoring record for sure. You know, they can name all these stats, but there's just still that thing where it's like you'd still rather have Michael Jordan. You'd still rather have Kobe Bryant because they were killers. And they might not have been as fun at parties because they were mean. <laughs> but like, if they were better, like they, you know, that's who you want to go win you a fucking championship, right? And yeah. as much as LeBron was a killer, and he was the most talented player I've probably ever seen, definitely the most talented player I've ever seen, actually, that's without question. I'm curious what what you guys think of where his legacy is shaping up. If you think he's ever going to win another championship, because I don't at this point. And what this like scoring title means, uh like in his legacy, I mean, it might be a generational thing for me of what I think about him. I just haven't changed my mind, like maybe
1: I'm crazy, but uh, yeah he's i mean he, he's he's been downplaying it um because yeah, he he's got a good p r guy but I mean like and I get that he's at this moment he's still chasing championships, and i, I get that uh this is yeah, a he's, full shit. he's not chasing ships. I, I i never I never thought that this would this record would be broken this particular record anyways so it's awesome that we're seeing this in our lifetime so just like people felt in the 80s when they saw uh kareem break Wolf's record so yeah. kareem shot like one three-point shot in his whole career I'll just
2: point yeah out. crazy crazy, <laughs>
1: crazy. So, you know so i know to some that kareem is still it's still pretty be, insane like the,
2: like his it's his two record, different I levels think is, yeah, yeah it's like, two different yeah. levels Yeah.
1: yeah no i mean that that's that's yeah exactly it's insane
2: less playing time um, like all that stuff but yeah
1: yeah, I, I think, yeah, I mean, but he also played forever, too. So, I mean, it's not like he, really, he played 10 years and got $30. Yeah, no,
2: for sure. I mean, LeBron's playing a, a ludicrous amount of basketball. Right. Yeah. Which is, it yeah. isn't just take anything away from him. I think that he's still at this level. It's insane. It really is. Like, yeah, I mean, credit when to when
1: him. We invest, when we invest that much in your body, like, that's, you should and be. They, it's like a million
2: dollars a year he spends on just, yeah. like, hey, not breaking so, down, right? Yeah.
1: He's, so, I mean, to me, listen, he, he's, he's definitely top three. If someone say he's top five, fine. That that's 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 okay. He, I got he him at passed-
2: five. I actually yeah. got him at five, to be
1: honest. He, 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 he passed Kobe for me the moment he passed him in Philadelphia a few years ago. That that's just that's just my opinion on it. Yes, mentality-wise, of course you're choosing Kobe. But I'm like, there's nothing else that you're choosing. You're taking like once again, he scores as well, <laughs> he defended as well, he's one of the MVPs. Like there's there's no other there's nothing else that that measures up like he he's passed, he's passed everybody except MJ in that regard. So um I'm to I'm I'm excited for him like that to me, he's top three. Once again, the man's been on this, on the sports Illustrated cover since the age of sixteen. <laughs> the age of I 16. remember that. I remember right? that sports Illustrated, like bro. Never got into major trouble, never gotten into any any really major scandals. Yeah, once again, does he does he complain and, 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 and whine too much? Sure, sure. But like you said, the talent, the skill set, the playmaking is undeniable. And totally, we would miss him when he's gone.
2: Oh yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think I think we're very lucky to have like
1: yeah, top top know, three in my mind, top three for sure.
2: I, I definitely agree with you in the sense that I think we're lucky to have seen him, and I think it's I think we're lucky to have seen a lot of great athletes over the course of of our sports watching lifetimes. I I just think. For me, I think maybe it's the way I was just conditioned to watch basketball. It's like the things I look for in players that I love. LeBron doesn't necessarily possess. I think you know what I'm talking about. Like If, if my favorite non-Celtic ever is, is Allen Iverson, then I'm not going to really fit the mold to be a LeBron James fan, I don't think. That's not to say I don't understand how good he is, but to me it's like if, if, if when people ask you for your top five all time, or your, your best starting five, or however you want to look at it. To me, it's like, I'm trying to build a team. I'm trying to put them in a circumstance, a realistic circumstance, where who do I want to go win me a championship? And I'm not doing this thing that, like, I'm not being a LeBron hater, but, like, LeBron is, like, statistically just as likely to lose in the finals. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, to me, it's like, I, I mean, I understand there's extenuating circumstances, and I understand that there's context involved here. But, Bobby, where where do you put LeBron all time at this point and like talk to me about the scoring title
0: so I just kind of look at it differently where it's like you guys know me I, I don't like speaking in absolutes when it comes to the goats and things <laughs> like that bro because like I, I hate that fucking conversation where it's like bro he's the goat he's the goat or it, it's bro, just bro, fucking different we're just different. talking about his legacy, we're just it, about his legacy right, you know? he's the most he's the most accomplished player in the history of the NBA and there's no there's no Really disagreeing with that when it comes to stats, rebounds, assists, he or stats, points, rebounds, assists, like an individual as an individual player, right? No one's higher on those ladders consistently than LeBron. No one's played more minutes. No one has had that impact on the game. However, Michael Jordan is still the greatest basketball player of all time. It's it's you know what I mean. It's he he's the goat of basketball, but LeBron's the goat of accomplishments and stats and and, and when, when we look back at lebron's career like 20 years from now it's only going to be about the fact that he's a scoring champion rebound he might he might end up rebounds leader too right or top five in assists and top five in rebounds right so yeah.
2: no i mean i, I but i, I, mean, I guess it's a, it's a matter of what's important to you when you're looking at a player and you're and you're lionizing or you're idolizing a player he's like, one
0: he's one of sh- so remember championships are really fucking hard to win and he's won one in each destination he's gone to so I mean don't get me wrong LeBron's definitely a bitch that that whole temper tantrum he threw at the end of that Celtics game like literally encapsulates who LeBron is as a person at least at least like last five to ten years
2: I would just like to say like honestly that's really unfair that call was really unfair and like if if that the person that was fouled was like a, still a top five player in the NBA like that. would They, they would have made that call. But unfortunately, when you drop off, you don't get those superstar calls anymore. You know, if somebody on Jason Tatum's level was getting fouls, if that person existed, then, you know, maybe he would have gotten the call. But like, I'm so sorry when you're just a regular guy playing on the second worst team in the West, you you're not going to get the call. I mean, it's just it's the way I know it's not fair.
0: But it's the game it we love. It was definitely a foul. It I mean, a there's one, no, there I was there's no a foul. <laughs> yeah, it was the it definition. was the most obvious foul it was of the, the definition game. <laughs> of a foul. You know what I mean? Like when you look up, we should foul show in it a layup. in
2: refereeing schools. Um, like this is what a shooting foul is.
0: <laughs> but so, I but like when I say that encapsulates LeBron, I really mean that because like the temper tantrum, yes, on one spectrum, but on the other spectrum was I was 100 percent sure he was getting a clean drive to the layup on that last play. You saw it when he was at the top of the three point line. You know what I mean. He had that LeBron. I'm fucking taking it to the rim, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it mentality. He doesn't have that as much anymore because he's older. So I get the recency bias, but you got to remember, like this is a different LeBron than what what LeBron was at his peak, and it's it's so long ago now that I feel like people kind of forget, like that Miami series. Against the Celtics, I will never. I I can't even imagine a more dominant basketball player than what LeBron was in Game Six. It, it was it was unbelievable. Like I, I I wasn't alive for the MJ, you know the the the, 63. prime of that MJ right that that was sixty three. Is that what it was? Yeah, bro. that
1: yeah, is... seventy nine in Game Two. <laughs> that 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 a-
0: three? That dagger three. In the fourth quarter where he just came up and and stepped back, 42-footer, no fucking doubt, and he just walked out like, yep, this is my fucking championship. You guys can go fuck yourselves. Oh, that see, was I, thought, I thought that
1: was the year before. The year oh, before. you're
0: right. They they did lose that year. They ended up losing you know, that
1: No, I mean, me to Miami beat them back-to-back years, but I'm saying, like, the, the, that play you're talking about, I mean, the 45-15-5 was, was 2012 in game six, but that three I thought was the year before because they hit it. And they they would they you would have thought they won the championship. It all just merges. Yeah, it does merge. It, it, it hurts, <laughs> hurtful but accurate. You but I'm just saying it. it's it's. But <laughs> you got to look yeah. at
0: the whole. No. You got to look at the whole the whole picture. When you look at the whole picture, I just find it hard to believe that he's not top five of all time. I really do. I said he,
2: I had him five.
0: But like, all right, That's give me the four. Five. Give me the four. Give me the four. Give me the four. Number one is Michael Jordan, without so okay, okay, a doubt. Okay, and Kobe, Kobe Bean. I get it. I didn't say number two is Kobe. Number one is Michael
2: Jordan. Number two is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. Number three is Bill Russell. Yeah. Number four is Kobe Bryant. Number five is LeBron James.
0: That's my top five. I just think so it's so, it's, I'm sorry. I'll let you do your it. But it's so hard because it's so, such different eras. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so
2: you have to take each of them in context. Yeah. You okay. have to take each of their accomplishments and what they did, their skill sets what they bring to the table, their championship pedigree, all these things I think have to factor in. I think it's why Bill gets weighted so heavily when you when you look at championship pedigree. Like it's com- literally and figuratively unmatched. He yes, it's a different era, but it doesn't matter. You play what's in front of you. Contextually, he's part of the reason why we're here talking about the NBA, a big part of the reason. I I could see an argument for switching out either my four or my five for Magic Johnson, to be to be 100% honest with you. If I'm trying my best to eliminate the idea of Larry Bird being our patron saint...
0: I thought you were going to say of Lakers. But...
2: No, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I think Larry Bird was a more talented basketball player than Magic, Magic Johnson. But if you look at what they accomplished from the last night of their college careers to the end of their NBA careers... It's difficult for me to argue that Magic doesn't have a, have a, a greater list of accomplishments because he, he just he just does. He just has more. So I would have liked to, you know, I would have liked to see some different things happen in, in uh, for instance, the 87 finals, like, show up, whatever. But it is what it is. I think, yeah, there's a lot of Lakers on my list already, unfortunately. And it's <laughs> tough for me to fucking keep cranking LeBron up the fucking, up the pole. And I think it's because... Of what you said It's these individual accomplishments To me it's like Yeah sure But I also watched him like Decide he was a GM A few times And like fuck up teams I I watched him take his talents to South Beach I watched him fucking uh, Like not to even begin to get into that I watched him decide to go play for like a lot of different teams I watched him leave his hometown team twice I, I watched him bitch moan and complain Throughout his entire career It's impossible to argue with his individual stats. And it's impossible to argue with his talent. Bottled talent, I think he fills up more of a bottle than any other player in the history of the game. And that includes Michael Jordan. I think on just what he was born with, his size, the fact that he was that fast for his size, the fact that, I mean, it slept on a little bit, honestly. But the fact that he was probably one of the best passers of all time, to be honest with you, the fact that he, when he, should have already done it but when he learned a post game and came back after that Mavs series and and won a championship in Miami that was all very impressive that was definitely him doing that too that wasn't D-Wade or, or Bosch at that point but I also watched like Dirk be like fuck this guy <laughs> you know what I mean like that to me when you hear the legends of the greats and maybe it's because we were alive during it, we watched it when you hear the legends of the greats and you're watching like the last dance and like Michael Jordan is a meme about what it's like to not fuck around and win yourself championships. And LeBron James is Dirk Nowitzki being like, fuck this kid. <laughs> like, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. And Dirk just fucking dropping turnaround jumpers on him for as much, as many times as he wanted. And Paul Pierce going toe-to-toe with him when motherfuckers go on whole-ass tours talking about how, my, how Paul Pierce isn't as good as Paul Pierce thinks he is. And the whole, like, everyone clowning on him when it was him versus D-Way. But Paul Pierce fucked him up one-on-one when he was younger. So, like, whatever. These aren't stories you hear about the all-time greats. So, yes, I agree with you individually. It's difficult. But to me, it's like how I'm conditioned to watch basketball. How I'm conditioned to idolize these greats and what it takes to be great. What we've been told. What we've been told over and over. What it is to be great. It's the... If LeBron James in 30 years is in the coolest basketball commercial on TV and he says something akin to at the end of the day, this game is and always will be about buckets. That will never be as cool as when Bill Russell said it, <laughs> because when he says shit, you listen because he has that thing about him. You know, he did all this other shit outside of being an NBA player. Kareem, same deal. Michael Jordan, absolute assassin. Kobe Bryant, absolute fucking assassin. They have this other thing, this other back. That makes them elevate themselves over just raw talent, and I think LeBron's probably a really nice guy. He's probably a better hang than all these dudes. But if you got to ride into the valley, if you know, if you got to fucking face down the monster, he's not—he's not Aragorning you through a fucking situation. He's just not. So yeah. that's my issue. I think.
0: Yeah, no, I was I get it? Uh, it's a different mindset when you've been the king your whole life versus. You know Kobe being drafted 14th overall out of high school, playing in France. Maybe I'm life. too and into the
2: narrative. Maybe I'm yeah, too into the, the narrative.
0: I, I think I think it's more of just like it's 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 been expected of LeBron to be this guy his whole career. So no one was ever like, "What? Wow. Like look at this guy." It was like, "Yeah, bro, that's LeBron." It's, which I think look, I think is an argument in his defense. I don't even think that's fair. Like, well, it's not. It's that's what I mean. It's it's the same. It's it's like there was the, there was the those Brady years where fatigue he been, by the He should have been MVP you
2: know? every single year, but it got boring. Like that's a f- true thing that happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like he should have been MVP every single year, but it got boring. Like I'm not arguing with how good he is. I'm really not. Ray, you look disappointed in me. He brought you look. He brought, you
0: look disappointed in my past. He brought
2: he brought, he brought um, an old ability.
0: an old Eric Snow was it Eric Snow and who was the other? Oh, oh um, yeah. Uh, Zildrunas, obviously. Who was the other big scorer
2: oh, they had? Uh, they had Mike Will. Our uh, who was the point guard? Who's They're the ugly card. dude? Uh, Danielle
0: Marshall. Uh, Danielle, Danielle yeah. <laughs> Marshall.
1: No, not. Sorry, not, sorry not
0: Danielle, ugly. you're not ugly. I'm yeah, dying, I
1: know, Right. No, that's funny. No, not disappointed. That's tough, <laughs> but Listen, not. He's, right. He's, uh, he's not disappointed he's, he's, in your basketball knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Don't not disappointed in that. I'm just disappointed that you even have to make that comparison, right? Because like you said, he should have got MVP most years. So sure. because they fit the narrative, is like, oh, you have to give it to somebody else, and it's like, no, it's the most valuable player. So I mean, the set, last
2: year Russ won; it should have still been LeBron at that point. You know, I, I'm 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 in agreement with you on
1: that. Yeah. So it's just like to me. Well, I mean, I mean, when you win, I mean, when you average dribble for the year, I mean that that's special. Like, I I yeah. get. I get why Russ got it. I, but you
2: watched it happen though, right? You did watch the people be like, "Whoa, let him get the rebound! Whoa, 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 whoa let him get the rebound! Let him get that triple!" Yeah,
1: yeah, no, run. I mean, that... pretty much. But but even like I said, as someone who lived in Miami when, when like I said, the, the few years he was out there, and I went to, I went to a playoff game, and I'm just like, I, I don't I don't know if there has been a, for that four or five years he was there. Like I don't know if I've seen better basketball from a, like it was, it was it was it was unreal. Definitely the alley oops. The, like I remember the game in New Orleans. Like he had the, he had 42 men, had six threes in the first half. It was hitting from the parking lot. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, what do you like? What do you do? Because like, that, that was the final thing to unlock his game. He could do everything else. But I mean, yo, he's 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 hitting 40% from three in mm-hmm. Miami. Like what what do you do? You can't do anything. Yeah, then, like- Oh, I, I can go, I can give it to Wade, or oh, I give it to Boss, or oh, I give it to Champagne, or oh, I give it to Ray Allen. Like, it was it was it was too much. I wish he ended up staying there. I get why it had to fit his narrative to go back home and win with Kyrie. I get that. Because, you know, he had to unfit his business, so to speak, in his mind. But I just wish he stayed it with Miami because we probably saw more Wade. I mean, Bosch had to help things. It was different. I but, think he
2: would have had yeah. more, more good teams around him if he stayed there. Yeah, nice. For sure. For sure. And because just, of the way that that team is run is better than any other team that he's ever been on. So. I, just,
0: I just think Tom Brady, and I, I always come back to this, kind of ruined. <laughs> He ruined the idea of, of, of a championship player because listen, ten years ago, a guy that won championships in three separate places. Yeah, three you're right. championships is 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 a winner.
2: He's 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 a like he's almost a victim of like they're they're it they're, you you don't have the ability to be mysterious anymore yeah, in, it, in today's it, world. Like you everyone's online, like you can go to any like everything you do is is watched you know you're you can be put in any context that anyone wants you to be put in you don't just go out play the game and then you're you know you completely recede back into your life I I see your point I I genuinely do see your point he is a little bit of a victim of the times he's a little bit of a victim of his own success he's a little bit of a victim of you're right like the 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 greatness that was around him in like other sports and I'll also say that comeback against the Warriors, which is probably the best team of the last ten years, is that is, is that the, that Golden State Warriors team that wasn't just anybody that he made that comeback against, yeah. and him topping it off like as much as like Kyrie shot is remembered, we're the all block. pretty much in agreement that that block is what made is that was the moment, right? So wherever it was like, oh, this is over. This is like even this, even
1: he's even even like. Kyrie obviously gets hurt in game one Obviously Love got hurt in the series against us In the first round Like that 2015 run that he had Yeah but but like, equally it was, it was un, I mean it was unreal and I'm But like, equally He's on the team
2: as the victim of like That Kevin Durant Warriors team Where he was made to look Incredibly average in that finals Like I that was the worst I've ever seen him play in the playoffs, what, and it 5. wasn't 4. his 4. fault. I think it because he knew. I, I also, I also
0: Imagine think that. he
1: knew how overrated. Imagine that though. You get forty a night, and they like yo again com- compared look- compared to <laughs> his own
2: compared to his own standard, you know, and a victim of his own success, and that's <laughs> it. <It's> like <laughs> that's that's but like yeah. when you're. Wa- I've I've seen I watched Kevin Durant like break his fucking ankles in that series. You know what I mean? Like absolutely break his ankles on the perimeter. Yeah, yeah that, that that and cool then.
1: Back the left side was crazy the yeah said, exa- you know exactly
2: oh. the play i'm talking about It was early in the series and like like kd just looked like like an uh, like in that moment to me i'm watching that i'm like kd looks like the most unplayable player i've ever seen in my life like you're talking about you've never seen better basketball from the when you're in miami i get that And i think there's an argument to be made in, in the context of our lifetimes kd went surrounded by all those guys and hitting those heights I've never seen anything like that. I was like, "There's no yeah, human you yeah. can go and get That's in their special, private history to stop this," you know. Special. And uh, and we're yeah. I think we're a little spoiled. I honestly yeah. I do. I think yeah. we're a little spoiled. We have all this fucking. We watched all these th- these different great players. There's so many good players in, in the NBA since we were we were little munchkins that we're a little bit. You're right. We're a little bit fucking spoiled. It's, and it's like, easy for me to say because I didn't watch half the guys on my fucking list in it live. You know, so I get it. Well, and, and it's like, when
0: you think about... So, like, David Robinson, right? Considered, like, one of the best winners of all time. Two championships. Kobe Bryant. Considered one of the best winners of all time. Five. LeBron has four. Larry Bird. One of the best winners of all time. Three. You know what I mean? It's just like, you get on the list, it's just... It's such a different standard nowadays, man, where it's like... I don't know. It blows well, my he's mind. Also,
2: he's <laughs> also always put next to Jordan in conversation. Yes. He's always yeah. been... That's why that's I,
0: I know, but I... I it's still to me it, six all, for six it all stems like, back. Insane. Yeah, yeah, I guess. No,
2: don't yeah six for six. Oh. Yeah, no, no, no six I'm not. I'm not yeah. Yes, well, just, I,
0: I feel like bro, I really do feel like Brady ruined it because it's like now, <laughs> I mean, bro. It it's it's he, Tom
2: Brady ruined
0: sports. He no he got <laughs> oh, he, oh, he, no he ruined he ruined people's mindsets because Jordan was a different level. Jordan 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 was the best basketball player anyone had ever seen. But Tom Brady it just came in out of nowhere and dominated the sport for twenty years. So that's what people see the expectation as: as the goat, as the greatest, as the best ever. Like you have to do that. And just because LeBron, you know, like I said, winning an NBA championship is so fucking hard. Yeah. And it's like it's it, to to get to seven to to win th- four four right four because yeah. he won two in Miami.
1: His career, he's been in the finals. These, Bro, these, it's, you know, it's 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 happiest, like his
0: career, the man's been in the finals. It's just when twenty years from now, when we look back of all this, like, right, it that it's, matters. It's, it's it's we're gonna be like, what the hell were we fucking talking about, man? Because like it's I'm telling you, man. Because
2: like when you look back at these guys, yeah,
0: careers, no, you're not like wrong. David you're Robinson not wrong. They, has they all two. Get, everybody and, gets
2: like definitely cast and, and lionized a little bit more. And I think what I'm trying to do is uh is really just hold on to the fact. That in 2008, every single person in Boston was calling him a fucking bitch. He still is a bitch. And, and I'm not letting people scrub that shit out of history, okay? I've been hating him for a long time and I'm not gonna fucking stop now. All right.
1: So there you go. <laughs> but I got, I got one more name because I was, actually, now I am disappointed because Bob, Bobby brought up his teammate, but they know this guy. What? you talk about david robinson as i don't talk about the big foot of men's
0: tim Duncan. I know, yeah, I, know, I, know, know, I know I
1: know. listen i listen. actually have him pulled it's, up this here that, just... that guy he, he beat a lot of your he beat lebron he beat kobe he beat all all your favorite players that we talk about also tim, uh to... difficult
2: difficult thing for me to say out loud but uh it it is and it's the hardest thing that i will say in the context of talking about a basketball about basketball as a sport but Tim Duncan was KG's uh, father. He was his dad. Yes, oh, he and, 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 and it, any bro. single dominated. time that they but, ever played, like he that uh, what
0: was it he, the O2 was, semis, the O2 was, semis, bro, was which just yeah. he he put him on his shoulders. It was like, can you see the parade?
2: Yeah, okay, style, style makes styles make fights, and I think that he was just like the worst possible matchup for Kevin Garnett, and I think he got a little bit in Kevin Garnett's head because he was the opposite personality type, and I think he just
0: have you. The yeah, Tim K-KG Duncan's, K-KG talk- about Tim Duncan's trash talk talkers. Yeah, KG Duncan. He's you. like, mm, got gotcha.
1: you on that one. almost. On <laughs> KG was like, what the? <laughs> what fuck? And like, he'll kind of that, admit that. That's honestly. worse. That's worse. To, it's to, so much to, worse. Yes, you trying your hardest.
0: Uh uh-huh. huh.
1: kept you on the bus saying, "Hey, you know, nice try, young fella." What? Yeah. The market talked about it too. He was like, "Yo, like, I legit tried to bump him five times, and legit, Tim Duncan did not move." And this is older Tim Duncan. This is not prime Tim. Yeah, Duncan. Yeah, but that's like the old guy at the Y at that point, you know. <laughs> it's like he's yeah, got I mean, a he, he, he was still giving, he he was still giving people, you know, uh, problems. And but yeah, I just I, he he's but to me he's always one guy that you know, if it was like, oh we'll just put him at six or seven just because I'm like he's got five, he's got almost twenty seven thousand points. in this I didn't
2: tribute. put him at six and se- six or seven.
1: No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm saying most people act like he like he shouldn't I be feel- at. And that range, I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, I kind of feel like it's the, I feel like, minute, I feel like LeBron minute, gets more shit than Duncan, man. I
0: just feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I
2: don't know. I, well, well, I think that Tim Duncan's a victim. was well, the only reason
1: why he didn't go 6-0. Oh. But I mean, yeah. let's, 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 you yeah. know what I'm saying? But I so, think
2: that, I think that Tim Duncan's more of a victim of the idea, of the idea of the San Antonio Spurs and like what they were and how they were constituted was like, and this is why they won. It's like it was Pop and the the system and the team, and it wasn't about any individual player. And I think that that's why their individual accolades, like Robinson, like Tim Duncan, there's arguments to be made that Mountie Ginobili and Manu and, Parker, and, yeah, and and Tony Parker, like maybe wouldn't have been as good anywhere else. You know, like people. I, out. Out. I think been. that I think it's that been. that's a pretty legitimate <laughs> take. To be honest <laughs> with you, I think that that Pop made, he played money ball a little bit in in some of those positions, and I think that. I think that that's a little bit why Tim doesn't get the credit he deserves because he wasn't an individualist. You know, he was he was there to help the team, and I think he deserves credit for that. But when we're talking about basketball and individual accolades, I think that's what happens. Listen, I'm really happy about two things. I'm happy that because we're out of time, we didn't have to talk about Kyrie Irving going to the mask. Oh, that's that's a huge that's a huge. I want to I want to
0: talk about us putting our balls on the net's faces. All
2: right, well, I'll give you guys a choice. We have two subjects that we didn't get to. And I don't really want to talk about either of them, but we can either talk about Kyrie Irving getting traded to the Mavs, or we could talk about the fucking KD rumors again. So which one do you guys Kyrie want? Kyrie Irving. To- Kyrie, I'm, I'm, here, I'm so here, sick of those
0: football. KD. I'm so sick of those. Man. Thank
2: you. Okay, love it. So the question I'll lead off with is, does it take six months, 12 months, or 18 months for Kyrie Irving to be the worst thing to
0: happen to the Dallas Mavericks
2: in the last 10 years?
0: I'll give him, I'll give him three months. I'll go less. Three months. I think right. they have. I think they have a couple of good games. I think there's going to be uh, a, a game where him and Luca both score 40 points, and it's awesome. Okay, well that's my next but,
2: question. They both but, need but, the ball,
0: right? Exactly. But the thing is, when it comes down to nut crunch time in the playoffs, like you can't alternate back and forth like that. We saw that with the fucking Celtics. We yeah. we, we know the path that this drives down, man. And and someone's going to get mad. Kyrie's going to have some bad games. I, I don't.
2: I'm or, kind of excited to watch it. a few I, I'm games. I'm excited though, to, to see honest.
0: it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. It's a fucking dumpster fire over there in Brooklyn. Right, right. I, right. I, from we, a basketball on, standpoint,
2: do you make that trade? Do you do, like I, I don't think that I don't think the second best player <clears> on down in, in Dallas was as good as Kyrie Irving, like skill wise, no. but this is the conversation we always have about him. I think they improved their second best player on down,
0: but I mean, from a basketball standpoint, like how does this work? I have a follow up for you too, Ray. Partner on that. Do you think Kyrie can still be the Kyrie he was with LeBron and Cleveland? Because that's what they want, right? That's what they
1: want. Well, this, this is this will be. He will look like Cleveland Kyrie because Luka's game is similar to LeBron. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll have moments when he gets the big shot for them because Luca would carry him for three quarters like LeBron used to carry them, and then Kyrie would take over in the fourth. I think about that game in San Antonio when he had fifty seven. I think about the 49 he had against us in game four in 2017. He He couldn't fucking
0: miss that night. He couldn't fucking
1: miss. Yeah, he's a human torch whenever he wants to be. And yes, we're not speaking about what he says and does off the court. On the court, when he's locked in, and he's been locked in when he's been on the court for the most part this year. When he's locked in, he's dangerous still. And you still make that trade. Boston should have made that trade years ago. Cleveland was right with drafting him number one years ago in 2011, but it wasn't going to do Derek Williams or Ennis Cancer because those, those women were right right behind him. So let, let, let's be let's be real. So yeah, they made the right decision. And I think that you're, you're right, Dave. They're going to have moments when they score 40 plus, And you're like, whoa, this team can do something in the playoffs. The reason why I don't think it's going to be a three-month thing, well, the only way it could be three months is if he says, I'm out of here, I'm going to go, which, which is within his right. However, because uh, Dallas will now own his bird rights,
0: yeah, they can pay. They can him
1: get them the more. most money. So I'm I'm thinking, and Mark Cuban will pay. He paid Chris Asperzingis, he's paid Luca. Like if he if he believes he you're paid a stalk, Ch-
0: he paid Chandler Parsons.
1: Paid, he, yeah, he paid Chandler sure did. Sure did. So he's he's going to give money frivolously. Like that that's just what he does. So I'm pretty sure I'll go with the 12 months to 18 months because it's gonna be like, okay, I got I signed on a dotted line. Regardless if you move me or not, they have to pay that contract. So yeah, I think that that's what ends up happening. I think it'd be cool for him to learn from Jason Kidd as well. Uh, someone who was, you know, the best point guard in his day, in my opinion. So, yeah, I, I, I think that is going to be exciting to watch. What's his day, though? Because I, I I'm taking be AI bad.
2: over Jason Kidd personally. Like, what's his day? I'm taking Allen Iverson over Jason Kidd. So, I, But I don't know if you're like... I
1: mean, I, well, I'm, I mean, sure, Allen Iverson was all of our football. I get that. But, I, I mean, as a, as a pure point guard, like, it's, it's not close.
2: Jason Kidd is he really, learning
1: from Jason Kidd at this point
2: in his career? Is he
0: going like, let me take why, it Where J- He's not learning shit from anyone, bro. You he know He can. I know he
1: it's, can. It's, it's, I just think his personality Jason sucks. So. Is a, I'm if <laughs> he's doing that. J- Jason Kidd, is this This is not, and once again, he's been to Steve Nash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know that Steve Nash went back to my MVPs and had all of his career. I get that. I think Jason Kidd's temperament is different than Steve Nash, obviously. I think that he won't have an issue getting in Calgary's face if he needs to be. I know that we see him as this, like meaning Kyrie. We see him as the guy that that can't be approached. But, um, but like I told y'all off, off the air, like I just met him a few weeks ago for the game when Brooklyn came here. That's just a facade on TV. He 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 he's he's really laid back. He really is. He's laid back. He's chill. Like I don't know, maybe he was in despair today. I don't know. But he's, he's, he has he, he literally
2: su- has fucked up teams though. Yeah.
1: But he's yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's yeah know, he's, he's, he's super chill until.
0: Until until you're like, Kyrie, I know you're really chill. How about, you know, this contract extension? And we just say, you know, you got to win a championship to get he's, the max. And
1: fuck well, yeah. Like, he, right. No facts. But he, he still bro. wants the benefit of uh, he can say only one about the NBA. What they haven't done it, but they, but they will do. At the end of the day, him and many other players are like this in the league. They still want to benefit financially from the league. So he's going he's going to fall the line by his standards. To get that max deal from Mark Cuban, and you can you rest assured? If they get back to the conference finals, which is very likely, I think they need to go against the Yakum from Toronto. That would be a phenomenal deal oh. for them. Not only does he defend, he's another playmaker for them. So he'd
2: be good. He'd be good on any team. I mean, he's I just, just well, sure,
1: but I mean, just, just for that. But, but how how they want to move the ball? He's not he's not someone that needs the ball to be effective. So I think that would be phenomenal for for them. Uh yeah, so I, I just think that, that that's the case. So, and they're also shopping Christian Wood. So, m- Mr. Brad Stevens, get on the phone because Christian Wood is exactly what Dave has been looking for. What I've I would been take looking. Take him in for. one second. So Christian Wood is amazing. Yeah. Christian Wood um, is really good.
2: So, I'd rather see Ockham, actually if we're talking man, wait, yeah, if about somebody against the. Yeah, we get behind the Wait, so so I
0: just I, I just wanna I just wanna bring up a couple things about Kyrie first in the Nets, but more Kyrie is I sent some articles earlier where it's like, listen, there's going to be points where we're going to see articles and it's going to be this Mavs team is the next best thing. Listen, we've all been through this with Kyrie before. This is like that dude who keeps robbing your friends, but you keep bringing them to the parties. You're like, nah, no, bro. He, he's, he's, he's okay now. He's okay. But then all of a sudden shit goes missing again. You're like, God fucking damn it, dude. Like this is, it's, it's, he he'll never change. He will never change. Kyrie I, is Kyrie. I agree with
2: you, I do agree with you, and I and I do feel like I'm stepping on a rake here. But like after listening to Ray, like I just wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on this, and like after listening to Ray, like like I'm ready to be heard again. I feel like I I, I uh, all of a sudden they have like the the best. But like, he's not wrong. Like, so, like, I know I always do this. Listen, I know I always listen, do this. It's, like, it's, I, we it's, had it's a podcast. Inevitable.
0: It is inevitable. I know, I know, I know, but hear
2: me out. Hear me what's out. What's going to end up I, happening? I, I understand that we had a podcast when he went to Brooklyn, right? Like, I get that. And I understand that I was very vocal about the idea that him and Kevin Durant and I think I was on your side, man. I, I was you guys were on my you. side about that. Yeah. And I think, you know, Ray had a lot of good points about how they all just have a sick amount of good players in Brooklyn now, and it's obviously gonna work. And it was a failure. I understand. I was wrong about that. What? Right. I was wrong. But I think that they might have the best backcourt in the NBA in Dallas right now. Stop and it. I, and Stop I think it. like they on talent. They do. I think they it's, do. And like Luca, hi, how can I bitch? and moan all year about how it's crazy that Luca doesn't have anybody with him that's any fucking good because he's he's
0: probably the MVP so right? so I just like just go through who Kyrie has actually played with though uh, in, in his trail of unhappiness right so he started with LeBron not happy I don't want to be the partner anymore I want to go to Boston oh look we got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown who are up and coming and now top five players in the NBA wasn't happy there Bounced left, went to Brooklyn, played with Kevin Durant and James Harden, and the the historic big three, the best team we've ever seen play basketball when they're healthy. It was it was unbelievable to watch. Still couldn't succeed. And now you're gonna tell me Luca's being gonna be different? Yeah, but no, I know. I it's, it's probably it's, gonna be it's, it's, what, it's gonna, but it's gonna be a ton of fun. Is like this,
2: it's. Thing? I I honestly just think that stylistically, he hasn't played with a guy since LeBron that all of Ray's points I think are true. Like, I think if just this once he could not be a cunt, he really could have success in Dallas. And it's kind of a no lose bet, you know, cause like if Dallas fails, I mean, I'll be a little bit bummed for Luca cause I like him a lot as a player. And, and I want him to be successful. I like the Mavericks as an organization too. I mean, I don't have anything against them,
0: one but last, it would be so
2: sick if they were sick, right? <laughs> on <laughs> like, on huh. the
0: flip side, on the flip side, uh, the Brooklyn Nets may be the worst run organization in the last ten years in the NBA. When you I know they've made it to the playoffs, they've done this, they've done that. Bro, when you think about the the timeline of events between the Celtics and fucking Nets, from a basketball standpoint, ten,
2: I would imagine like like Orlando fans are not like super happy right now. About how they're but like but, but
0: also the promise hasn't always been there with Orlando, right? Brooklyn. Brooklyn has gone all in and been the championship team like four times in the last decade and has cratered every fucking time. What about the, trusting the
2: process, though? Like, if we're talking about high, we're talking about high but, but
0: that's, profile but that, failures in big bro, markets. But they, see, the funny thing is about all this with the Nets is they were trusting the process and they were on the way to being I'm a talking about good the six squad. I know you are. I know. But I'm just saying the the, the Nets we're we're moving in the right direction. Before they did this KD Kyrie and Harden thing, they had I know, you know Russell getting Lopez, rid of that core was
2: crazy. That bro, like that core before they arrived, like like Jared Allen, like why do you get rid of him?
0: Right. Like Jared Allen Harden, that, that's crazy. Who else was it? It was Jared Allen and uh, who else did they traded oh, that dude?
1: I don't know I, I I I got you. You know, so it yeah. was LeVert. So Carlos LeVert, which is right?
0: wild. Which, which is, is wild. Why the guy true. he just
1: got back in the deal? Yeah, buddy. Who was the best backup guard behind Kyrie? They had it un- unbelievable. Boy, it's what it's, they un- it's unreal. Team. So you, so you bring back Dinwiddie. You get back. If it back- was just
2: KD and those guys right now, they would be like, they well, would be in top three in the NBA yeah, team
0: without a doubt.
1: Well, Dorian, Dorian Finney Smith to me is an interesting piece, right? I think I like Finney. Yeah. Him, him, and Royce O'Neal will be able to guard most wings on every night, um, <laughs> except the two guys in Boston. But <laughs> they're, they're able to guard they're most. Not guys, most wings. Right? My you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just, just, just being honest. Yeah, just being honest. So they, that's a really good tandem, in my opinion. But on, on paper right now, once again, if, if Katie says, you know, I'll finish out the year, if it's Durant, Royce, Dinwiddie, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, and then Nick Claston, then that's your five. And then you still got Patty Mills. You still got sit Like, they actually still have a team that should still be top five in the East. Still. Wait, once again, if, if Simmons is Simmons supposed to be wherever I was saying he's supposed to be, and I'm being funny when I say it, because it clearly hasn't been, but if you had those guys there, you should still be a top five, um, cause you still have two all-stars on your team. And once again, that's not an opinion, that's a fact. So if, if that's the case, you should still be able to get the job done, at least to get to the first, maybe even second round, and then you handle what you need to handle from there, in, in, in my opinion. But, what,
0: what, what else is also a fact is that where the net's fucking daddies. So, it doesn't matter what yeah, they do. Out. They can be I'm top out. 5, they can be whatever. For the last 10 years, we've literally owned and they've envied us and they wish they were us. This isn't a rivalry, guys. We have we have traded with them and dominated the trades. We have literally built our championship core. Our our best duo ever came from the Nets. And then we yeah, we, we 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 gave you our our Kyrie curse and 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 put it onto the nets and you guys thought you were gonna win a championship. We told you guys. We told you. And here we are. That's not really an argument that needs to be made. I mean at the end of the day,
2: I know I'm gonna sound like a smoke fuck, but the Celtics rival is the Lakers. It is always the Lakers. It's always gonna be the Lakers. We don't have rivals other than them. You know if you're Brooklyn, you want the Celtics to be your rivals because that raises your credibility to be quite honest with you like i mean
1: they're, they're fighting in their own city man like, yeah. I, like I, don't, I don't i don't know what mikhail yeah. Pro i'm saying his name wrong but whatever I mean, he's not there anymore but i don't i don't know what what their what their idea was like i get it they brought Der- deron williams over there it and didn't
2: make had, any sense though because it was like okay we'll pay anything we'll make this good we'll pay anything and then it was like i don't want to pay the luxury tax and then it's like
1: well what are you it, doing but to 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 fit them in Atlantic Avenue, which is already busy as is, a, you know, beautiful arena, whatever. Cause I, you know, my, my mom was a fan. She's like, I went to go see Mary Jane Blythe at the Berkeley. That was great. Like, yeah, great mom. But it's just like they have a nice arena, but it's like, like other than that, it's just like, okay, you know, they don't even have a good brush front over there. My my favorite brush front called Woodlawn. That they 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 took that away after the pandemic. So I'm already. I was already mad you're about dropping that. brunch spots <laughs> no, on us, really.
0: bro. You dropping brunch
1: spots on us right brunch now, spots, right, Don't spots, have let's, go. let's. I'm Don't not brunch. I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm, brunch, I'm with I'm it, man. So. <laughs> no, just but that, a different you know, level so it's different. Like, I'm this
0: podcast. You maybe, know what I mean? Like,
1: you never know what you're hearing, baby. But no, this is the thing. They should have just stayed in Newark at the Prudential Center, you know, playing over there. And I, I get from a marketing standpoint that it'd been better. But listen, as bad whether they're good, bad, or anything in between. The Knicks will always run Obviously. New York. Obviously. So, I mean, you know, they haven't won in 50 years. So all the remind- Knicks, but the, I was just going to oh, say the Knicks, run oh, New York. Hold the run New York oh, the Knicks New you, so yeah.
2: hard that, like, they don't have to be good ever. <laughs>
1: like, they don't right.
2: have to be good. And people still <laughs> yeah.
1: love them. No, I want to, yeah, I want to <laughs> remind those Knicks fans that talk about, well, y'all celebrate something y'all won 15 years ago. Well, y'all did a whole documentary of when the Garden was eating. And y'all talked about 1970 and in 1973. Dave DeBusher, Jerry Lucas, uh, Willis Reed, Clive Frazier, Earl DePearl, they're not coming through your fucking door either. So I just had to say that for the Knicks fans that 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 have been but talking. But they're,
2: they're not on our level either. Like, you know, I just had to,
1: be petty, I had no, to make that known because they, some of them be on some shit with me. So I had to make sure. Did I put that out there on here? To be so honest, if there's, any, if there's any if
2: there's any team in the East that the Celtics are historic rival with, uh, rivals with on any level, it's the Sixers mm-hmm. and
0: and
1: the Heat. No, well, they're not on sure, our level. Sure, I mean, oh, for, I mean, from 2010 on. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just talking about
2: like franchise to franchise. Like they're not. They don't come near us. Like maybe Philly does. Maybe. But there's nobody in the East that like, can touch us, and especially not the fucking Brooklyn Nets. Of course, we're Boston's, Boston's in
0: trouble. Patty Mills, Boston's yeah. in trouble. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. okay. <laughs> All right, settle down.
0: <laughs>
1: it's Dude, just he, like... I actually really get here, actually, but it's okay. Yeah, no, I, I
2: really like Patty Mills. That was... Yeah, but, you know, fuck him. <laughs> All right, on that <laughs> note, that was a good show. I really enjoyed uh, talking basketball with you guys again. Uh, obviously, we're going to be heating up coming coming down the stretch all-star break we're definitely going to talk about that uh can't wait for the all-star break i'm ex- really excited for the all-star weekend this this season I, i'm Is interested to do the skills again you think i hope does I, I hope he does something i hope i would say i would love to see jalen brown Ooh. maybe try out something cool uh could jalen brown be good in the dunk competition i don't know that'd be sick because <laughs> like he's athletic as fuck that'd be sweet
0: Remember when Tatum won the skills competition on a half court shot? That was fucking Crazy. sick.
2: Yeah, that was sick. I mean, so I think sick. still think my all time favorite moment of the All Star Game is Paul Pierce being like, "I'm winning the three point competition," and everyone being like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever, Paul." And him being like, "No, no, I'm doing it," and then he goes out and does it, and it was fucking awesome. So all that, or was that the same year Rondo was like that? Did that epic the, game of horse? Yeah, yeah that that would cool. like so he no, was from the rafters and
1: shit. First one in 2010, and then. Uh, uh, that horse thing was the next year with we Kevin Durant. That was pretty dope. Right, so right, right. That Oh, they went away with that, though. That was pretty dope. That yeah. was, I was like, oh, Rondo, you can make shots outside of the fucking He's bay. on like, TV. <laughs> anyway, on
2: yeah. that note, I know everyone's excited. We haven't talked basketball in a while, but we will do it again soon because uh, tomorrow here on Missing the Point, we're recording our Super Bowl preview show because it is the uh, the juice of football season. So please do, if you're done listening to this and you haven't listened to that yet, please do listen to that. So for all my friends here missing the point, uh, the real BK Bob Kelly Hollywood Rayshawn Buchanan and LeBron James, Uh, I'm really sorry about everything I said. I was just playing. Uh, Have a good night, everybody.
1: And live in a life by your own design.
0: Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success.
1: This is Unapologetically Fab,
0: an electric Hat production.
1: We'll see you there.
0: Electric ass.
1: Electric ass.